0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pitch Deck Podcast. Pitch Deck is a podcast brought to you by Tad Partners, and this podcast brings perspectives on various topical issues across marketing, communications, while weighing cross-functional areas, with industry leaders as guests. And today uh, is no different. We have the Full Gap team um, coming to speak with us. We have um, two of the co-founders, um, Victor Victor Fatami and um, Bolaji Fowley. It's a very interesting conversation and I'm really looking forward to having those chats with them, uh, Victor. Um, has experience um, as a brand consultant has some marketing communication experience while um, volji who operates currently as the director of operations um, at at a previous company called Fort canvas and now also a co-founder at full Gap. so um, guys um, I'm gonna hand it over to you so, I mean we I'd like to start from like the origin story, right? Which is, um, what is, and, and this question goes to you, Victor, what, what is full gap? You know, you know, uh, many people that are probably listening are probably wondering, mm, what's full gap? Like, what are they trying to achieve? Or maybe they might not have even heard of the company. So uh, what is full gap, Victor? The
1: simplest way to describe it is as an operating system for freelancers or anyone getting work done. Mm-hmm. That's basically the admin Project management, business side of things. Uh, freelancers or people love their job, their core job itself. But to scale their work, there's always a lot more involved, a lot of more boring, complex stuff. Admin, contracts, uh, time management, uh, communication channels and systems. There's a lot of businessy stuff. And people struggle with that. that full gap is the answer to it. Full gap simplifies it. That's what full gap is.
0: Alright, interesting. So um so from, from what you're saying, I feel like it's a little bit different from um let's say a um so freelancers are not going to full gap per se to get jobs, right? Like they don't yeah. get to, to, all right go ahead if you, were, if you were about to compare us to Upwork and Fiverr yeah exactly
1: it's not a little different. it is completely different mm-hmm. from it yeah because the value proposition from those two is come let's connect you with clients the yeah. value proposition for us from our view is you already got your clients let's help you deliver it efficiently and mm-hmm. by delivering it efficiently it increases your chances of getting more clients so at the end we still if you get clients eventually because you're able to carry yourself like a professional but it's not mm-hmm. direct offer of okay clients are waiting on our platform no it's the indirect offer of let's say you become more of a pro right you do the ones you've won the clients you've gotten you do it efficiently and if you are still struggling with that we also have resources for you exclusive resources on networking and negotiation and positioning but our job really starts when you've got a client so that you deliver it efficiently, excellently. And that also helps you to end the reputation to get your next jobs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, it's more or less like something like a business management tool, right? Yes. Yes. You're right. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, still going deeper, right, Victor? You know, there's this question i like to ask um, the guests that come into the program, right, or to our podcast, which is, what was that watershed moment for you that made you realize you wanted to build full gap? Or you, we can even make it more personal that made you that, that formed you and your core ideals? like it could be something that happened when you were in school, it could be like a, a failure that led to you know a, a different um, outlook of life for you. But what was that watershed moment that made you that made you become who you are today? Having this podcast with me,
1: lovely, lovely. So it wouldn't be that made you the uh, establish full gap, right? Because a lot came before full gap, and these moments would be the ones that influenced those earlier exploits. So it would be more like fourth canvas what led to fourth canvas, because fourth canvas then led to full gap mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything. Yes. So, but that was a conversation I, I listened to a physical conversation in the sitting room of my. Mentor, a Christian mentor, when I was in hundred level in Futa, it was off mm-hmm. campus, and they invited this uh, mentor of ease, I think, in their ministry, to come from Abuja, and was going to address us. Some of us who so were like uh, like mentees. To his name is Bro Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're in a sitting room in the outside campus, and this man from Abuja, Bulus. I think when was yeah, here, gave a speech. It just admonished us, just spoke with us, and he spoke on entrepreneurship. And he explained it in a way that I had never thought about. He basically said, It says of urgency for us. And it was like, uh, in summary, what it really was up to was if you can already work as a human being, then your parents have done everything they're obligated to. They're to bring you here and, you know, just take care of you in those moments where you can't even help yourself but moments you can already like run and do stuff well anything anything else of course, parents still won't leave you at that level but anything that they're doing for you you know there's no sense of obligation at all in it because we were speaking to undergraduates who moaned we all moaned if our parents delayed to send the pocket money mm-hmm. <laughs> for or something or we screamed at them that oh my parents are already paying for this why haven't sent me the money and stuff like that and it was like mm, three we all that entitlements this word that you have ahead of you and if you should hear it now in your hundred level not even 500 level you need to take responsibility for yourself you're responsible for yourself you need to think am i going to create value Am I going to earn value? So he basically taught us about entrepreneurship in the best way I had heard about it. And it was like, look into your hands. What do you know to do a little and that you enjoy? And it was design. I had I, I had not yet, I wasn't yet in the next part at it, but I was being drawn to it already through some other for some other reason. And mm-hmm. it was like pick that thing, think about how you can create value about it. Think entrepreneurial. And so I, that was the beginning of me in my head, merging, okay, how can I make a business out of graphic design? That was the start. That was the first time I... I mean, there was some earlier uh, impact from Body house, but this moment, that talk was the major moment
0: for me. That was Everything the... Yeah, that's the watershed moment from your grandfather mentor. <laughs> yes, exactly. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I want to bring in Bola here, right? Still on I mean the origin story, right? Uh, so it's pretty clear that you guys have a great team, right? And I mean, for four for four, four guys from Futa, if I may, if I may say, right. And um, so how were you sold on the full Gap project and how how I mean, how has your close friendship as well helped you to build Fort Canvas and now Full Gap, you know? Okay, thanks, uh, Adetayo.
2: So, talking about how I was sold on Full Gap, idea, I think um, to a large extent, right, it it came a little natural out of the old, you know, trying to solve problems, right. Um, to go in victor's direction right i didn't have much um, um element of like that right but my dad was my dad was that mentor for me mm. uh, my dad had a business he was trying to build that you know um even though yeah the business field but i mean i i could see virtually everything from a kind of like a pet's eye view right i had a better view of everything because i was very close to him, I was seeing a lot of things that were happening, right? His projects, his proposals, we would talk about them even when I was a teenager, right? Yeah. So, um, by the time Victor and I met on campus, right, it was a little easy for me to connect with some of the things he was doing because, of course, um, my dad was in the media space, right? So, mm-hmm. to meet with a graphic designer as well, who was also doing some printing. Which my dad did a couple of as well, right? And I followed him a lot to um Mokola, yes, which was very Ibadiou. exactly, which is like the printing headquarters in Ibadan. Right. So it was easy for us to connect, right? And you know, it it was that same nature of, you know, solving problems, you know, um, taking up the most important thing, right, part time, you know, and that was really how we um we started building right you know just take up what's most important for us right now the solve that we move on to the next what's most important for us today right um yes we have our daily business that is um urgent right but what is we always had an idea of what we wanted to build um fort canvas into we really wanted to build Fort Canvas into a global business right and we are still actively working on that right uh-huh. um but results we've achieved is um quite evident already i mean within um locally right but i mean um the global goal is still there and we are still working very actively uh i mean the team is working actively towards meeting that goal right so um that was it basically right um just solving the next problem solving the next problem. so um as we got to the point where we had solved quite a number of problems right um, we wanted to Further simplify work for ourselves and simplify our work with our clients right and that was where um, the whole idea that ended up becoming um, full gap mm-hmm. came from right mm-hmm. thinking about thinking about the other um, challenges right and how we could make them as simple as possible right really that was what um, that was what i uh, would to experiment Right, we just began to experiment, like experiment with this, experiment with that, see how this works, see how that works, right? Um, To the point where we had already started something, which we then had to scrap, and then start rebuilding again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was that was that was Man. like the thing around how we, uh, yeah, how we like-
0: yes. I mean, I really like. I mean, shout out to that as well, like because I think I I have like a similar you know. Um, type of um, situation with my dad, right? But I still want to hone in on that question a little bit more. In terms of, I mean, all four of you, I believe you guys have been able to build like a very strong friendship. I mean, all the way from 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 the uni days to now where you are. So maybe the question is, what's the key advantage of having friends as co-founders, especially with your time building uh, for canvas and now for Gap. Okay. Um,
2: I, I think the beautiful thing with that is, um, to a large extent, right, our friendship, um, even though we've been friends, like really, really good friends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Victor and I, the most who have, um, Victor and I have been like very close friends. And um, um, Ayomide have been very close friends as well. Right, but the four of us have been friends, but it's been like those two. <laughs> I don't know if you get that. So, um, so for example, we kind of built in Fort Canvas, and then Chegwan Ay had a lot more um, yeah. together um, as a product designer and an engineer as well. Right. Um, so, and we had dreamed that friendship over a long period of time. I um, a, a large part of the friendship. Was also quite professional, right? Yeah. Um, we have a very similar story, all um, of us of the university um, at different times um, without influencing each other, actually, right? Um, so, you know, like we've all had, and the thing about it was, every one of us, right, um, have continued to push at in the different spaces that we were, mm-hmm. right? Shegun, will continue to hone his skills and become a senior um, engineer in the different roles he has um, worked at. Right, um, same with uh, same Chagon, and you know, um, with Victor and I, with what we built with uh, with Fort Campus, Right, so it was a case of you know, um, four friends who uh, who were very good friends on campus. Right. Um we had worked on a couple of things together. Shegun at some point worked with us at Fort Canvas, you know. Um, um AY, we had tried to build a project together. I don't know if we'll call that a startup. <laughs> we had tried to build a project together, something around um elections, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to build a solution. Um, um people will be able to see as much details about all candidates from wherever they are. Right. So if I mean, if i mean. Bagada right now, right? I'm able to see everyone that matters to me to vote for
3: in Bagada. Mm.
2: The local government chairman to the senator to the House of Reps, both state and um, federal, right? Um to presidency, to governorship, right? Like I'm able to now go down and see this is where I'm voting. Who are these people, what's their profile, right? Same thing with somebody in Nasagawa State as well, right? We're trying to build a solution around that. But oh, and we couldn't pull through. We couldn't make too much progress on that. We had to want to build in, <laughs> the other things we're building, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so we had, had so much together. We had been really good friends over the years, right? And um, it's, I mean, we all respect each other a lot. We all respect each other. We all trust each other as well. We understand that, you know, when it was time for full gap, it was easy to,
0: it was easy to, to them to come back again like, to yeah. Yeah, it
2: just looks like a perfect team. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think I just wanted to say that as well. Like I think one thing that I find that um, you know, is is I mean it's very easy to have friends and your and number of friends, but it's it's always something special when you have friends and each of you have like core skills. And then you can now come together to build a team. It's, it's very is I mean it's very rare, but I mean it's really it's really awesome to see. So now I want to go to like the core um, business of Full Gap, and I mean milestones that you guys are hoping to achieve. I'm going to start with Victor in. Um, you know you've had previous experience with Fort Canvas, right? And um, are you still running that business? And how did that business, you know, prepare you for Full Gap? Because I think that's something you said earlier um, when we we're having the conversation. That Full Gap, oh no, sorry, Fort Canvas created Full Gap. Maybe do you want to tell us the story? And what's the status okay. um, on Fort Canvas now? Are you still running that business? Yes. So Fort Canvas is not Fort
1: Canvas is Hellier experience. Mm-hmm. Or- Yes, experience. Oh, talk. okay. Yeah, side by side full gap. Uh, lot seventy percent of our time is now in full gap. Full gap requires more intense day to day, just like startup agile yeah. uh, work mm-hmm. on Fort Canvas, Right from time, we've never our value position on Fort Canvas has never been speed, or we don't do more than we only do a few projects per time. All and right. The nature of the businesses are very different, and we have other leaders um and partners in Fort Canvas. Fort Canvas. So but what is Fort, Fort Canvas though? Fort Canvas is a brand design agency from oh, okay. strategy to visual identity, Sonic identity. Uh yeah, we, we, we have brands. more businesses become brands with compelling um identities that can then go to their websites and products to help them stand unique and connect with their users, with their people with their customers. Yeah. I'm yeah. using the word users as I don't have yeah. products. <laughs> <laughs> I never used to use the word users. But yeah, uh, in terms of preparation or the impact, uh, like Bolaji said as well, it was within Fort Canva, trying to manage our own complexity, trying to manage individual people who we saw how much they struggled with the business side or with the project management side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was through other experiences that we saw the need for full gap. Uh one other thing that gave us maybe easier for us to have that insight is at Fort Campus, we have always been flexible about our people. Um, also like our people are individual designers in their own right who have their own clients as well. Mm-hmm. So even though as an agency um we have clients we're able to access some bigger I mean based on our position and we're able to access some different kind of opportunities and bring everybody together to work on them. Yeah. But on the side they have also always you know um worked with some clients here and there and duty and it has helped them in skill development that's has really been good so it's been a win-win right? and that's been the nature so it meant that apart from us managing them saving them from all of the business management side of things they have also had things they could learn from our system to apply when they had to individually deal with their clients. And we saw the things they did well, the things they struggled with. And we ourselves um, we wanted more simplicity to even how we were managing things as an agency. Mm-hmm. So that quest to do this data within Fort Canvas was eventually what led to uh, our How can we scale? As we're making progress and now, we're still still direct efforts. You know, open this tool, open that app write this down. But was doing a lot of work directly. And he was mm-hmm. trying to simplify his own work. And yeah, so, so that's what eventually gave birth to
0: full gap. So yeah, and I mean, still, still on you, Victor, right? So like, what were the mistakes that you made when you were running full, and um, canvas, you know, that you know to avoid with full gap? It could just be something regarding managing the team. It could be something that maybe that, anything that comes to mind.
1: I think it was. It's about me myself taking structure more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at Fourth Canvas, I was always more of an inspiring leader, which meant a lot for people. I was an inspiring, friendly leader, and but I wasn't. I didn't prioritize structure that much. I always thought that structure stifled things, and you know, let's just let's flow, and and it had its pros. And but it, at Full Gap, I am more structured. Mm-hmm. um I'm more interested in you know weekly task tables and everybody working in an organized way uh people using like processes and that's also I've also done better even at thought canvas you know with processes because of course if you structure and process things too much and that's all you are focusing on the creativity will be lost so the the sweet spot is finding the balance um there has to be some structure but should not stifle should not be the first thing it shouldn't be the most important thing in that sense it shouldn't be above um enjoying the work but Mm -hmm. where done right structure would even make it easier to enjoy the work Mm -hmm. it's like it's like okay you have ideas in your head and you want to get up on a call or send a voice note or discuss on a on a google meet and oh it feels good or get a physical meeting and just talk about it but you also realize that if you maintain the habit of documenting stuff and before you even call people and to take three hours of their time or two hours you know just rambling around ideas if you just wrote down what was on your mind even it will get clearer even to you Mm -hmm. more ideas will come into your mind because you've written the one that was there before and by the time you're even calling people to meetings the meeting is more purposeful they can read what you have written before the meeting or after the meeting. There's just and it's like tasks as well. Okay, you want to get many things done. But the moment you open a board and you can list those things down, you can start to think about how much time I would need to even get these things done in the first place. because can start to move things around. So without making it rule over everything else, um, my lesson has been that process and structure really, really makes the work better. I've mm. been even more creative, I've been more Productive with my, with getting the ideas done. Or else you just be someone who enjoys the ideas and flow, but nothing really gets shipped.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a really great point there. Yeah. Um, is it just me? But Bolaji feels like a process guy to me. Victor, <laughs> can you confirm? Yes. Bolaji <laughs> is a process guy. That's why I am
1: saying these things that I'm saying, I'm just, um, of course, it is also getting better. Everybody's doing better. But the things I eventually was learning later on, he had strengths in those areas already. He's, he's, he identifies as a system design, he's a service designer.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so yes, he's the process guy. And it's no coincidence that he's also the first person. He had the, the idea of full gap first. He, he was the first person to, to come up with the idea that would we'll eventually become full gap. So yes, he's the process guy. Um, over time, I think one of the things we've done well is we've rubbed off on each other At the beginning, I was zero on process and I was high potential on creative flow and coolness, cool culture and being fun and having a great which is very good for a a creative company. While it was like very high potential on structure and process and lead to on the other side. But we have then influenced each other on both ways. And I, I think one way people have described this what we're doing now is that it's like we're scaling Bolaji, because in the fourth camera story, it was I, a graphic designer, uh freelancer, who's like today's uh, user today at Full Gap, right? That mm-hmm. was in 2012-ish when I met Bolaji, who was like the structure guy, right? And it was thanks to a combination, him and him, admin structure processes, they were able to build an agency. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, like, we'll go ahead to become the leading agency in Nigeria. Right. And that's like structure meeting creativity. So that's very it's similar to what Fugab is then doing for today's everyday uh freelancer. Masters. I mean how many bullets are out there? Mm-hmm. Someone messaged me. That's the funnest. I don't know if I even responded yet. Someone messaged me and said, I read your story. Um my own roommate is not serious, so he's not he's not even interested in tech or anything. <laughs> what should I do by? <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you really you're really trying to replicate my exact story? Is that what you're trying to do? Who <laughs> says you have to find your own commander as your roommate? And, you know, but it was just hilarious. But yeah, full gap is like a scale, an automated Way to give people that structure
0: partner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, man, Victor, thanks a lot for that context, right? So, Bolajan, I'm going to come to you as the process guy, right? Um, are there similarities? No, let's put it this way, right? From a business, per, yeah, from a business perspective, like, is there a synergy? Um, between I think I, I feel like I've asked this question a lot, but there's somewhere I'm going, right? Is there synergy between Ford Canvas and Full Gap? in in like the business structure or I, I think you mentioned earlier that okay it's two separate businesses right yes 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 it's two separate businesses like okay.
2: uh, I mean just here oh. yeah wow.
0: so but you know in terms of managing the process and the structure are you seeing anything different between managing for canvas and also then managing for
2: Okay. Yes, I think there are quite a number of differences. I have not talked about it this way before, right? But yes, there are quite a
3: number
2: of differences, right? Um, um, especially with the team structure, with um, how things run, um, within Fort Canvas and within, um, I mean, within gap and Canvas, right? gap is more like a startup, startup um, where it's um, design and engineering um focused right I mean by design I mean like product design
3: mm-hmm.
2: right um and for fourth canvas it's more um it's more of design and strategy focused right um and less heavy on the whole engineering side of things and all that right um so and you know the way the way the way people Think the the way of thinking, the methodologies, and all of that, like they are quite, they are quite different, right? Um, We are on four canvas, we are managing um, project teams and clients, and all of that, right? Um, But in this case, we are basically building for thousands and millions, probably one day billions of users, right? And um, and um, I mean. It 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 feels like it feels like there are a lot more stages, right, in the in the startup world than the agency. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you get what I mean. So more like let let me give an example. There was a time when um we're basically it was basically an idea trying to put together a prototype, right, to just make the vision a little more clearer to people. Right. As the vision becomes a little clearer, um there's a part of um getting more people on board, right, and um, there's the part of going to get investors, the part of um, um, launching, and now you have real actual users, you are getting yeah. more funds, your biases and everything, right? I mean, it's a lot of stages, right? And you, you launch your beta, um, before you know what's happening, um, you get off your beta, you, it changes again, right? It's like, everything keeps changing from time to time. Right. Um, when you go from country to country as well, it's an entirely different thing, also. Mm-hmm. You understand? So it looks like there are so many stages to, um, to uncover. Right. That's,
0: mm-hmm. so that's, that, that, um, yeah. that creates a bit different in yeah. of. Yeah. I see that, actually, because even just looking at it, you have to, I think you said you had over three, I think 3,000, 2,000 users um, at your launch stage. So, like, yeah, now managing separate users. So, so obviously, even from a process standpoint, it, I think it's even going to be a lot more challenging, right? Yes, yes, very, very, very challenging. So, um, I want to go to Victor, right? And, and this is a, a more broader conversation, which is... You know, so the freelance economy in Nigeria, right? Um, I don't know if you have any data of the size and scale of that economy. know, especially because, I mean, you have the confidence to build a business around it, right? So, like, how, I just want you to give me more context as to how big this freelance economy is and how your product, which is Full Gap, ties into. Um, that economy. Yeah. So there's
1: very um, there's very little information about this, uh, which is a big problem from this part of the world. Mm-hmm. But the the closest the things let me, let me just start the question the way of the things that give us confidence about the the value or size of the markets is that mm-hmm. is one. Number of people we have directly um, mentored, mm-hmm. trained, which is which is in its thousands, right? Um, the number of people we have seen register for stuff. The number of people we have seen use other products in the market that that even though they are not directly what we're doing, but that's go for a similar target audience and. The most inspiring of all, actually, is less of the number of users, but more about the trend of the growth in terms of value that freelancers mm-hmm. are able to command in Nigeria. That one we have a very clear view of. So in the past, uh, about 10 years ago, people averagely paid between 20K, even 5K to 50K for logo designs. And the 50K mm-hmm. were the rare ones. Right for individual guys on campus. Uh, people in, from OAU, from Millers, are comfortably charging a millionaire right now for logo designs, for right? identity works. Right, k mm-hmm. you know, upwards. Sometimes maybe 50 k then upwards. Right, and these are things that we can directly see because we still mentor people. We still people still come to us and ask us questions because we we have we are established in that space. Uh, As an influential figure, and so people come to us, and so I think it's more for me. I don't have numbers in terms of oh this is the exact number of freelancers in Nigeria, Mm -hmm. but I have numbers in terms of um, what freelancers used to command in terms of value and Mm -hmm. command. And to be honest, while we have also played this very small role in that, um, international figures like Chris Do, Blends, and some teachers from across the globe. Have actually played a very important role in increasing the value of that space. Um, it's, so I would say access to knowledge. Influencers in this part of the world have tapped into the into that uh, vast uh, vast uh, pool of knowledge across the world. They, 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 they are not limited to their geography, and so they have listened to people from Europe, from America, from different parts of the world, uh, teach them how to, you know share ideas on how to do better work and how to command higher value and deliver higher value. And it's understandable that that information is coming from that part of the world to this part of the world because they have more, they have bigger economies, more matured economies. And so the bigger agencies or bigger freelancers are understandably in America and in Europe, right? So Mm -hmm. I've been able to tap into tips and ideas from that part of the world. Been able to incorporate into their world and in the past 10 years, the value of what an average freelancer or a graphic designer I mean, people like my parents, for example, I said my dad I was continuously worried when you said you want to be a graphic designer, that's what you want to do with your life in that sense, because the picture of what they knew as a graphic designer was completely different. So the, the change, the growth and the value that a freelancer commands has greatly changed over the past 10 years. And that's very inspiring. It gives us confidence to Establish a business that serves this um, group of people. I was then adding that when my dad, someone like my dad, it took a long time for him to, he was continuously worried for me, seeing that what I wanted to do, what I left school for was graphic design. Because <laughs> the picture of, he knew how much he paid graphic designers to work for him, you know. So, but a lot of that has changed. So the, the data for me is going to be more on the value that the average freelancer commands. Um, yeah. How
0: that has grown? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, from from what I from what I get from you know what you just said, right? So, away from even the size of the market, they are looking at the value of the of the market in terms of like how much these freelancers user. are getting. And, the value per user. Yes. Yeah, per user exactly, and how. You know how that should also influence the type of quality and how they execute the process. I mean, how they ex- execute their jobs from a business uh, management process. I, I mean, that, and,
1: I, that, and I, that adds to business value for us, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least they can pay for products as well. But also, I should add before you continue, our market is not limited to Nigeria. Yeah, it's a global product. Except, although we're starting, that our like MVP, we're starting with our Nigerian audience.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very, that's a very good way to look at it, uh, Victor. I really, I really like that. That the context you gave into your business and your customers. Yeah, apology. Um, I think um, you want to chime in here as well.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to just add in on that. So, uh, I mean, like Victor said, finally, right? We are, we're, we're literally like we're not building for the Nigerian market only, right? We're building for a um, global um, community, right? Of freelancers, of contractors, and all of that, right? Um, so talking about, you were asking about, like, what's the size of the market and all of that. The truth mm-hmm. is that, um, especially in Africa, we really don't have so much data about the informal
3: um, economy.
2: Yeah. right. It's too little information about um, the best... Info, the best information we can you can get around that is around um, more developed um, economies and even even in the. US they, don't, they still don't have accurate data about all of that right But the truth is um, one of the largest one of the largest part of the economy right now is actually um, the informal economy even in Nigeria in Africa as well right yeah. Some data that we were looking at um, last year um, showed that in the US alone, Right, the freelancer economy was what about 1.4 um trillion trillions. Right. And uh when we checked for when we checked for Africa, I think we saw 50 million. <laughs> uh <laughs> so like you see you see the gap in the data, and that's not I think accurate. it's a lot more actually. You it's know. A whole lot more. When we look at let's look at I mean a simple example that can give us an idea of how um large that's informal economies right even though they're only catering for a fraction of that market right is uh, a company like opay yeah um opay is basically focused on the informal economy like that's really um the backbone of their um business in terms of transactions and all of that right um but you see how much they've been able to um create within the last um, four years. Right. I think will started in twenty nineteen or so, 2018, 2019, right? And we look at how much um they've been able to um do within this period, right? How much transactions are in person. And you, you want to wonder like, oh wow, these people are processing um this market is able to attract this much um value. You understand? So um so yes like it just gives an idea of how um the information is largely um um not clear, right but the market itself is very very wide right but however like victor said right and um, we're basically just starting from um nigeria and africa right and mm-hmm. um, yeah we're running, we we really want to bring the entire we really want to bring the entire freelance world together right
0: um mm-hmm. with food, yeah, yeah, and I think I think you make a valuable point, um Bolaji, because even if you look at it, it's so many, so many young people, and not just young people, a lot of it it almost I don't know if it's crazy to say that even the economy of let's say Nigeria, I know full, full gap isn't just a Nigerian product, but you said your MVP starts here, is is the, the economy is almost a freelance economy. If you look at it, even the people that are doing <laughs> all these um artisans. You, they, they, oh, so in some way, they operate like freelancers, right? You call them, we come and do this job today, come and fix this plumbing or this tile thing. And if you even want to go to, more, um, to the higher levels, you see people, as you said, graphic designers, um, software designers, basically almost everybody is, is working as a freelancer somewhere. And so yeah the the economy is yeah the economy is really large and and yeah um, yeah, Victor, yeah, uh, uh, I also wanted to ask you on maybe you speak more on 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 what I just said, and also in terms of um the milestones for Fuga like what what are you expecting to to achieve in the next um, coming months and um, new product release or feature releases and all of that? Yeah, well, yeah, but go ahead, Victor.
1: Yeah, uh, I want to add to what you were just saying. And the artisan side of things, we also need to look at it beyond a plumber that comes to fix a small shoot or sink. i realized that before you move into the house, if you live in the house that has like eight flats, uh, plumbing systems were set up in the entire house, right? And sometimes it mm-hmm. trusted it was entrusted to a trustworthy artisan, an individual person who would then bring his own other uh, apprentices or other people. Yeah, uh, huge contracts, huge contracts that competes very well with a lot of um, digital service providers as well. Think mm-hmm. about technicians uh, setting up wires for a huge complex. That's that's a huge project. This project involved contracts. Uh, invoices, especially, uh, require contracts that can protect both sides. Sometimes these things, uh, they're not something you come to do in a day. They're like weeks or months. And these things require planning as well. We've shown hook we'll up to professional designers. We've shown them to lawyers and shown them to different uh, capital service providers. And it makes sense to a lot of them. Our immediate milestone is to, I mean, we, we had a very impressive, we've had an impressive, uh, reception so far around a month now and at about 3,000 users. Uh, our focus now is to work with those immediate users as they are adopted. So people are like, well, I think this would be cool for me if I sign up. But then adoption is now a gradual game of understanding and making it your work process. So uh increasing my so focus on that user activity while also introducing this to Clusters of clients, people who hire freelancers, because adoption is also going to be inspired by both sides, by, both by freelancers realizing, oh, I need this to deliver like a pro, as well as clients saying, oh, please do this for me so that my man can be addressed. So these are things that we are trying to do um, currently, but we are very much, when we are an MVP phase, right? I mean, there's no revenue, but mm-hmm. we are trying to in a few months, um trying to switch and launch fully. It would have its, it's a paid version. It's going to be subscription based. Uh, so having revenue, acting revenue as soon as possible, finding what we're trying to do right now. Those to be honest our immediate uh, next milestones. We think that um, if we get everything right right now, which is basically Fixing everything needs to be fixed for the reality of the people we're trying to serve. Uh, that plus the very strong brand and mode of mouth that we have been able to establish, we should be at around 75,000 users by the end of the year. And mm. about 25K out of that being uh, active users who are paying to use the product. Uh, that's very ambitious looking at where we are right now, but we're trying to, that's exactly what we're trying to do.
0: Well um, yeah, I mean that's that's actually great. So any form any any are you in the market for additional capitalization and all of that? Yes, yes, yes. Soon soon. Um
1: around next month we, we should we should we have a line up I have a list a old document of investors who are waiting for mm-hmm. us. Yes. Uh, that, that's yes. We should we should um
0: yeah, by next one we we'll should be back the Yeah, that's that, that's really good. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go to uh, one of my favorite parts of the, of the uh, podcast because we're about to wrap up. <laughs> um, Victor gave us one hour sharp, so we have to stick to it, right? Um. So I'm going to start with J. on this one. I call it quick, um, quick questions, right? Um. What is your hot take around the Nigerian startup landscape that you like us to get rid of? Okay. Um,
2: the truth is, at the moment, right? I've really, I've just been focused on my, <laughs> on my own startup.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: I, 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 I don't necessarily have a very, um, off taking that regard. I would like to be taking off, right? But my general um, perspective on the entire startup landscape is. That um, it's still very, mean, um, it's still maturing, it's still growing, right? Um, I think last year we saw a couple of um, um acquisitions and all of that, right? For me, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see in the next few years when we have a lot more um mergers and acquisitions within the startup, mm-hmm.
3: Space.
2: Mm-hmm. and that's one thing I've been looking forward to. Like, I mean. I think 2021, 2020, 2021, like a lot of fintechs were springing up around those periods, right? And I was like, I mean, this is it's it's showing that this is an early point in that industry, right? And um, I'm just looking out for when we begin to have um, lots more uh, mergers, acquisitions, and you know, all of those things like that, right? To see that, okay, yes, I think this market is now uh, it's now maturing. Right, Um, people are joining forces to do bigger stuff, right? And you know, um, seeing more startups from here um, venture into the global space as well, right? Those are things that I am basically like looking for. Don't worry, I I turned your question around, right? But (laughs)
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I have things that I'm seeing them change or whatever I don't like. I mean, I'm really not focused on all that. I'm just looking forward to. Um,
0: brutes, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's very nice. So, um, so I'm going to ask both of you this question anyway. Um, which is if you could have a dinner for so I'm going to start with you, Victor. If you had it, if you have a dinner for two plus yourself, so that's three people, um, dead or alive, who would you pick to have like a dinner table, you know? So, this, uh, this question I would this, say, okay, go ahead, No, so I
1: have my answer. So <laughs> you are ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. It would be Seth Godin is clear. Seth Godin is clear. Then Why? I'll be trying to. Oh, okay. Because I've learned the, the I've learned so much from him. His marketing ideology is 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 what I have enjoyed the most. I have read marketing. is is my best teacher in marketing, and he align. And when I read his thoughts on marketing, I'm like, oh, exactly. You know when you read something and you, you feel like, ah, okay, I'm not stupid. Because, yeah, I, I, I had new things completely that I didn't know at all before. But it was the first kind of knowledge or perspective that I had bits of some things I had thought. But mm-hmm. I just, just seemed like I was being emotional. or I wasn't Yeah. Being, you know, it was the first person to connect some of those thoughts to real impact and show that it is in fact the better way to, to market products. So, and I just like the way he expresses himself, his consistency, and he, he's one of the brilliant, most brilliant thinkers in the world, and I would like to sit, sit with him. Um, the, the the other person, I'm trying to decide between Barack Obama and Oprah Winfrey. Um, so, uh, I don't know, I'll have to another Okay, thing, just but, add, don't
0: add the two, don't worry. Exactly, <laughs> Oprah
1: Winfrey because is she's just this grace to her and she she's warm and welcoming. Asks questions, listens to people with so much attention, which which matters to me. And Barack Obama, not I'm not a political analyst, so I can't. Many people have said many other things about disapproving some of his maybe approaches as a, as U.S. president, but Obama not because I think he's one of the best presidents in American presidents, but. The way he carried himself, the way he expressed himself, the way he, he presented himself He it speaks so well. He has a mastery of words, and there's just this confidence that he inspires. And if I sat with him and had a conversation with him,
0: it would—it would—it would, it would be hugely impactful, like mm-hmm. forever. This is just like this Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Bonajou, what I do about you? Dinner for dinner table for? when well, I say four people now. Including yourself. So that's three. Oh, you've added one more for me. That's
2: good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, although I'll, I'll make it three, though. Um, so, for me, I mean, that's where you see the difference between Victor and I. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I would pick um Elon Musk. Okay. And, uh, I'll pick Elon Very Musk. Very clear
3: difference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, um and Dangote. Right, okay. because there are two people that actually uh, inspire me mm-hmm. in terms of how they think and the kind of um, solutions and businesses they have been able to build. Right, um, Elon Musk for his work ethic, same same with Dangote, right? Um, and also one thing that I find with both of them, right, is. Um how they were able to maximize the resources around them, right? To build the level of um, influence and wealth that they have been able to um, or let me say value, right, that they've been able to build out of their companies. People talk about Dangote coming from the wealthy Dantata family, right? But
3: mm-hmm. well, I
2: mean, the truth is he's one of hundreds people, hundreds of people from that family. Yep. Right. And um, but it's the Dangote name is even more popular than the Dantata name right now right um we talk about elon musk as well who had one of the worst upbringing that you would ever that anybody would want to experience so much that he doesn't talk about it he doesn't even talk about his father right um but we all see how that has influenced his life right mm-hmm. what become today right like, those are two people who like largely um inspiring really in terms of what they've been able to build today from where they're coming from
0: yeah, I think that's a, that actually very. That's a great table to be. That's a. That would be a great dinner table. So we have Dangote in our month. We have um, uh, Obama, Oprah Winfrey, and um, Eric, uh, Victor Eric, Seth, God- Seth Gordon. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a great table, you know. Um. Uh, so final, final final words from um, you, Victor, and um, Bolaji as well. You know, how can our listeners reach out to you if they want to learn more about Fulgap? Uh, where, where do they visit? Um, maybe you can share your Twitter handle, Instagram, LinkedIn, any, any place you like people to reach you. So my
1: Instagram and LinkedIn is, is uh, repeat, okay, we have posted this, we have tweeted this. Let's just find a way to put it on, on those as well. My <laughs> Twitter. Twitter, okay. Uh, just follow me on Twitter. You don't have to find me elsewhere. And that's Victor Fatami. Okay. Victor then F A T A N M I, Nigeria, Sorry, Niger Mali Island.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen you already. I give you a follow. So if um, so, the want to reach, I'm always,
1: I mean, I'm say about full gap. Every day I talk about full gap. So. Um, you'll find Fugap on my bio, the website for Fugap is Fugap.cu, but yeah, mm-hmm. just follow me if you want to uh, have as much information. And I also actively reply to my GMS. It's almost like having my WhatsApp number, if you send me yeah. a GM, you will eventually get a response. Uh,
0: yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Um, so what about you, Bolaji? How did they reach you? Oh, Balaji, you're not on okay. Twitter.
3: <laughs> In- <laughs>
0: email. <laughs> so
2: the truth is, um, I think I, I am not really online passe passe, right? Because I mean, but uh, I Yeah, I think I, I I respond to most of my emails.
0: Uh, okay, right? so what's your what's your email if you want people to reach out to you? It's bola uh, alright, boy.
2: I'll
3: see you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so, I mean, guys, um, check out Victor, at Victor Fatal Me, and um, if you want to reach reach out to Bolaji, just go to um, Bolaji, send him an email, bolaji at fullgap.co. If you want to find out more about Full Gap, um, you can check at fullgap. It'll be fullgap.co on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to visit the website, it's fullgap.co. Um, we're probably gonna add it to the description of this um, uh, podcast uh, when it comes out. And um, I mean, listen, it has been a pleasure to speak to you guys. I love to speak to founders and people that are brave enough to to start businesses and come up with solutions to make people's lives better. I think you guys are on a great path. I like I like your story so much. I I have a feeling like you. Came from uh, very great backgrounds and great influences from your fathers. Uh, And for example, (laughs) Bolaji, I feel like a lot of why he has the, like, why he's a process guy is because of the experiences that he had with his dad in his formative years. You know, And uh, Victor, I think Victor just has that creativity around him. And I think he makes such a great team. I mean, and I look forward to what you guys are going to do in in the future with Full Gap. And we'll be taking a very close look. And um, thank you so much for having the time or taking the time to have a chat with us.
1: Yeah, it's been, I've enjoyed this so much Um, for bringing us. We, we, We always love to talk about what we're trying to build and it's a, it's, we are grateful to have the privilege to find ourselves in this place and we hope that we are very optimistic that it works out. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so uh, that's about it, guys. Um, don't forget to uh, check this episode on chat Partners and check other previous episodes. Uh, and thank you so much. Till so we'll we meet again.